strange creature is Tabcast 28. On it, Nicole and I have a battle of two cities. I fight the most powerful being in the universe, and one of us turns predator in the game Evolution. podcast has evolved and now only now can we bring you episode 28 <laughs> i am fred and this is nicole that's right now since last episode i am really continuing to struggle to you know get any games played in this busy live event season yeah i mean truly yeah and i didn't help matters well yeah but i've been doing show to show to show mm-hmm. all weekend all hours of the day Mm-hmm. Like several days last week, I came home and was up for 30 minutes before I went to sleep again, only to wake up and go straight back to work. Yes. Right? Yeah. Valentine's Day was particularly awesome. Yeah. You left at 7 in the morning, got home at 10 at night. So I had ramen noodles by myself. Good times. Right. <laughs> but I still love you. <laughs> Those were my ramen noodles. I stole your ramen noodles. <laughs> How dare you? It, I, it made me feel closer to you. I can't believe that. They were delicious. <laughs> you felt closer to me because you ate I'm my food. I'm eating his ramen noodles. Oh, they're so special to they're him. delicious. They're salty like my tears. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> you cooked them in your tears, didn't no, you? No, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, and also on top of that, last week, I mean, this is, ever, this is since we recorded last, you also got sick for like five days it was pretty bad and i didn't want you to touch any game component we owned no you wouldn't let me touch anything that's right i made you sit in one spot on the couch yeah (laughs) and you didn't want to give me the remote control that's right that way i knew where to disinfect well and i have to apologize i still have a little bit of a (laughs) cough that hits me every once in a while so i might be like popping a halls and having a little hacking fit so i apologize no this is cool though this is something we did do we did do something new since last time we put our first ever episode feature poll on board game on our board game geek guild. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, what this was is this was like allowing our listeners, our guild member listeners specifically, the not chance. The other likes of you all. I'm yeah, just kidding. Not those other <laughs> slack jaws. <laughs> That's so mean. We love you all. <laughs> now pick that jaw up. Now the, uh, <laughs> no, we, but we uh, allowed anybody who was a guild member to vote on one of three games that would be our featured review in episode 30. We shouldn't announce it, though. Oh, wait, I'm announcing it. Why would you do that? I'm doing it right You're now. You're going to spoil the surprise. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. And there's then, no surprise. If they go and look at the, at the poll, they know what the result is. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. See? Now, the thing is, is uh, the the choices were Caverna, Aquasphere, or Freedom the Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. And we only got six responses. Yes. You know what that means? That a third of our people didn't, or did vote. (laughs) Right. Of our actual guild members, only 30% (laughs) cared. (laughs) The rest of us will love us no matter what and listen to anything we produce. Right. Now... (laughs) I hope that's true. <laughs> the, so, uh, the winner was Freedom the Underground Railroad. Which will be fun. Right. Now, that's two episodes from now. 
That's going to be episode 30. This is 28. And we're going to play Freedom because it was the will of our people. Oh. (laughs) That's weird. Okay. 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 So that's why we're doing it. We're doing it for the people. (laughs) We're also appropriately doing it during Black History Month. Yeah, (laughs) that's true, too. Isn't that cool? Yes. I think it was the right time. There's a lot of history (sighs) in that game. Tons of it. Oh, yeah. Like the whole we thing still haven't just, we still haven't discovered we've played it a couple times so hopefully there will not be any uh, rule check there will since, be well you don't have a jingle so you can't do that I'm sorry you, write me a jingle you show up like you're you're the prosecutor in a trial every game <laughs> we've we've heard me try and write a jingle it's not pretty I'm just saying whenever you show up we'll check rules I know because you'll show up and you'll be like objection and I'll be like what mm-hmm. I don't think you can move cubes from this space to that space. That's my job. That's why I'm here. I'm here for balance. Right. Because otherwise, you'll just go willy-nilly all over the game. We'll play my game, and it's so much fun, but it's dangerous. No, just kidding. It's not. <laughs> and, and I will never win. So, anyhow, so, moving right along. Here's the thing. is Remember that if you have, like, if you had an opinion between these three games, you could have voted on our guild page. And, when, when you know, whenever we do these kind of voting things, you could. Which we're going to start doing more of. Yeah. You could have your voice be heard. I don't think we announced that we were going to do it, though, did we? Heck no. It's better to have them was- regret not being a member of the guild <laughs> than to let them know up, up ahead. You have to go, oh, you missed the greatest deal ever. Ow, I hit my hand. I know. I could hear it. Boomp. So, uh, as I said, though, make sure you join the guild. It's over on Board Game Geek. Just go to our uh, website, talkaboutboardgames.com, and click forums, and you're already there. And when you try to do anything on the guild, it'll say, join up join up with a user account on Board Game Geek, and then you can be a part of this guild. Mm-hmm. And I can't even tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would. No. <laughs> but uh, as I said, we've been, you know, busy, busy, sick, sick, and yet, stuff still got played. We like to game with gods, we like to game with dice, so this is what we say. But when the chips were gone and the sun came up, hey, let's see what God played. Right, Nicole. Really? Really? I need that you in this room, not in the halls. Is a halls <laughs> popping right into my mouth. That is a honey-flavored halls. Ridiculous. Not honey lemon. We're talking about games that we got played. This is Just not a game. pure honey. It's Well, it was. It could have been guess that flavor, but... Look, if, if anybody made a game where, can you put a cough drop in your mouth, you just won I won. I win. So, Nicole has won the cough drop game. That's one game that we just played. We just played that. What did you play? Huh? You played something. What did you play? I played the Grizzled. Yeah. With Angela. Now, we've talked about this lunch. before. We have talked about it, but she had never played but it. But mostly I've played it with my coworkers. True. What did she think of it? She really enjoyed it. Did you guys, you guys won? No. Am I the only person that's won this so far? Yes. It was one time it was with Travis in a church on in the top floor. Up in the balcony. Your prayers were heard. Please let us win, and this, it happened. <laughs> I'd tell you it if I prayed, believe me. We were in the basement, and no, we did not win. Yeah? <laughs> the first time we played, of course, we played wrong, because I screwed up a rule, and I can't remember what I did, but it had been a long time, and we all know I'm not the best at explaining the games in the first place. That was really loud. It was really loud. These, were, these are new mics and new mic stands, and, that, and it, it, we're not prepared for how loud thunderous. they are. If I put a 
I'm going to use a plastic cup from now on. Give us feedback on uh, what you think about these new mics, too. Don't tell us, because I like them. I already like them. <laughs> if you tell me they're, they're terrible, I'm going to say, denied. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, we played that, and like I didn't tell her how to use the speeches the first time. Oh. So she got mad at me. She's like, well, you didn't even tell me I could do that. I was like, read the rule book. It's right there. It's right in front of you. I was making my lunch. Go for it. And then we used them the next time. You, you blamed her. I blamed her. <laughs> I need to start doing that to you. If I treated you the same way, you would not like it, would you? No, but Angela's much nicer than I am. Is she? She really is. Unless she plays Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> she will get you. She'll get you. <laughs> so you played the Grizzled and you guys lost. We and, lost. Uh, three she times. really liked it. Three you times played, You lost. played three times. Mm-hmm. This game is, it's so simple. It's such a simple little, you know, matching, you know, you get, can't have three of these certain types of things, you know, yeah, either like, environment, you know, or, or like, uh, or, or weather or whatever. Well, the, the environment would be like, it, it's either daytime, nighttime, snowing, raining. Right. Uh, I think that's it. Daytime, nighttime, snowing, raining. There's two others. Daytime, nighttime, snow, rain, blah, blah. No, it's just like snow, rain, or nighttime are the big ones. That's it? Okay, and yeah. then there's the bullets. Right. And bullets, the gas, gas masks, masks. And uh, the whistles. Uh, yeah. That's like a, somebody charging you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just three and three. But you can't ever have three of these symbols down or else you've lost the round. You have to, you're playing right. each round and you're trying to get as many of these cards completed. Everyone you play down is technically a completed card until you get the third one. Right, and there's different things that'll pop up that'll make it so you have to play another card, right. or that'll prevent you from from withdrawing from a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, so, by being forced to play a card, you can bust by ending up having like three whistles on the table. You can't right. have three whistles on the table because you bust. Yep, and all you're trying to do is deplete a deck of cards down to this little peace sign that says that you've finished the war and you survived. Yeah. But if you don't make it, it's like a there's another pile, and you get to see the your death grave, memorial, your memorial, <laughs> which is very sad. But everybody's name is on it, so that's right. nice. It, it is, are they? Yeah, I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, all the little, all because you get a character that you get right. to play, and it'll give you one luck uh, token that you can you can either say, well, I'm not going to be afraid, of, or my guy's not afraid of bullets, so he can get rid of like right. one bullet at some point. Yeah, um, and then you use that luck token. But you can get a luck but token. But everybody, all those guys have their own little name, Gustav yeah. or I never Francois noticed that. That's or whatever. A neat detail. I never yeah, it's really that. cute. It's really it's a pretty game too. I mean, the, the artwork's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's grim. I, mean, I was able to <laughs> to you know trudge through and figure out how to play it again yeah. after having not played it. Trudge for, through. It's a light I, rule book. I yeah, but I'm not that good with them. So. Anyhow, it's, it's 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 a definite recommend. Yeah, I still recommend I would that, totally game. Get that I, game. I still I'd still play it again. I, I like I said, I've won one time and I've played I think twelve games. Now, what's the maximum price point you would pay for such a game? That one? Yeah. I mean, it's probably worth fifteen bucks. See, I'd pay up to twenty five for it. I don't would even you? know. I don't know what the retail is on it, but I'd I pay up to twenty five. Like it's not like this. Like the components, there's there's it's a deck of cards and a little piece of cardboard, a couple pieces of cardboard. Right. But the replay replayability out of it. Yeah. I really feel like I've gotten my money's worth. Hmm. So I may be even overestimating what it actually is valued at. It may be a twenty five dollar. I, I have remember. no idea. We bought it last fall. I'd buy it. I'd buy. I'd pay at least that. So. Yeah, and I'd still recommend it. I, I still absolutely. I still play it. It's nope. a great game. And, Pick it and, up. I don't. We have never played the full complement of people on that. Mm-mm. No, we need to. But I know no. it's. I know it's really hard. Angela would be up for it, right? Uh, so what I played, uh, you went to go see your trivia or go play your trivia. 
I won it. that night. Yep. How I much did you win? I got first place. I got 60 bucks. Wow. And I got a free beverage. There you go. So if you're into gambling. Go, it's not gambling. Go f- <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're They're, winning money. No, no, no. It's not gambling. You pay to though. play and you win money. No. No, no, no. That's not gambling. It is not gambling. <sighs> you can't call it gambling. <laughs> Because it's not what it if is. If you pay with the intention of gaining more money than no, you started with. I pay for the privilege of getting to play. The gambling game. There's no gambling. It is not gambling. <laughs> I will take this podcast and flush it down the toilet if you, you keep saying that. <laughs> I will make you edit. Stop it. Whoa. It's not gambling. That's so, a, That would be illegal. I, we're, what we're in, learning here, and I'm learning this at the same time, is that Nicole is very passionate about how she defines... You know, I don't trivia want somebody to. Money. I don't want somebody to decide. Well, they say that they gamble at that trivia, and somebody go, "Hey, you're not supposed to do that. That's illegal," and shut us down. That would be sucky, sucky. I don't like that. I know, and it may just very well be one of our and listeners. It's pretty funny too, because down. Eric constantly he'll like talk about you know you could win cash and prizes. It's a prize. It's not. It's not gambling because isn't it based on how many people come in there and put money into the pot? No, it isn't. No, there's other prizes. That are guaranteed. If if four I'm, people came in, there's prizes that are but guaranteed. But there's still a money based on how well, much you might money get comes a, in there. You might night. get a bigger bigger reward in the end. The pot but, grows as more people put money in the pot. But that doesn't matter. Oh, that's still... Shut up, Frederick. <laughs> Beat you with a stick. So while you were out not, not gambling... gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, <clears throat> I, I realized that we had... A couple of Mar- Marvel Legendary expansions that I haven't oh, even touched. Oh, is that touched. what we were talking about? <laughs> yes, that I haven't even touched. And so I actually got out our uh, Marvel vs. Legend- Legendary Guardians of the Galaxy expansion, which I haven't played yet until just the other day. I want to play that one. Now, I, 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 played, that uh, I played a solo game with uh, Star-Lord. Um, now, when you play a solo, by the way, you reduce card size, like the deck of the enemy's size and stuff like that, and you only get three heroes to choose from. Okay. And so I took Rocket, Groot, and Star-Lord. So, you know, the main ones. Well, Gamora hmm. and Drax. Which one's Drax? Is he the big tattoo looking dude? <laughs> yeah. I like him too. I know, me too. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite in the movie. Not, I don't care about Gamora one way or the other. Gamora's awesome. Yeah, she's just... She's a sex appeal, so what do I care? That's that's the whole point. That makes yeah, me care. care. That's fine. I don't care. So there She's you still go. green. <laughs> and she looks awesome. moldy. She's like a, a used piece of bread. You're not so lucky used. she's not here to see hear you say that. <laughs> I know. She'd beat me up. She's the most dangerous woman in the universe. <laughs> I know. I said she'd beat me up. <clears throat> so I played this. Than- I played versus Thanos. And Thanos is the... Thanos is, is this... Uh, it's, it's like in the movie, it's like her uh, father. Right. But he's sort of like a forced father figure on her, I think. Not the one guy, but like the main guy, right? Right, okay. right. Now, Thanos is like, you know, he's he's really famous for this one series called the Infinity Stones series. And and I don't I may I may be spoiling movies coming up, but honestly, they were they've been out in the comic books for decades now. Like two decades since this first came out. And specifically, the Infinity Gems were just a bunch of different gems that you, that you put on this gauntlet, and it makes you the most powerful being in the universe. Well, wasn't what that the stone? Anyhow, they find an Infinity Gem in the in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what like blows up that the. Uh, Which, by the way, if you haven't seen the movie, that doesn't ruin anything. It's a great movie. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. It's so we've so watched good. that probably like four or five times already. Right. Right. So, I, anyways, I, I played with the Infinity Stone Challenge, which is this, you know, this 
it's it's Thanos' biggest storyline where okay. he gets this infinity gauntlet, you know, full of these infinity stones and becomes more powerful than any guy in the Marvel universe. Okay. All because he's in love with the entity Death, who was a female character in the Marvel universe. Well, always. Really? Women gr- are dangerous. The Grim Reaper is normally Death, and that's not a woman. That's true, but Death is dangerous. I don't know. Women are more dangerous. Okay. <laughs> They're crazier. I know, that too. <laughs> so... I played that that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy versus Thanos. We're unpredictable. That's and, why. Uh, See what I, I, I just, just call did there? it lunacy. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I played a, a game of uh, those three versus Thanos, and I was actually able to win this game. Good. I couldn't believe it because it's Thanos. I think is supposed to be like the hardest guy in the game. Yeah. But what, this is what's neat. Okay, so a lot of people have played Marvel Legendary. Now, Marvel Legendary is a deck building game. So you have a, a start hand of cards, and everybody has the same thing. Except in this one, you add a certain number of heroes that you select, and it sort of like makes makes every game sort of different based on who you select to fight against. Like who's the mastermind, which mm-hmm. is Thanos in this this case. What they're trying to do, which in this case it was collect all the Infinity Stones, and then the Three different heroes, I, I, you know, collected. Plus, I get to choose uh, another henchman group to go with the villain group, which is forced to be the Infinity Stones as a villain group. Which so you have to fight fight them for some reason. Weird, <laughs> kind of weird. But when you uh, this is this is what's neat about this. This is what flips it on its ear. Normally, you just kind of build a team of heroes and fight bad guys who come out of this villain deck into the center row and then try to get enough uh, damage accumulated that you can fight the villain, like the mastermind guy. Mm -hmm. In this one, it adds artifacts, which are cards that stay in play after your discard. So like these Infinity Stones, when you beat them, they get added to your deck, not your victory point pile. Mm -hmm. And when they come out, they stay on the... the, the, uh, on the table in front of you and they have certain effects like mm-hmm. some of them boost your damage you know some of them uh, reduce the defense of the villain some of them uh, so essentially you're kind of like taking them away from the bad guy so now you get to be more powerful because right. of them right that's but very cool in this in this scheme that I was doing in the plot the plot that I was I was playing if you ever collected too many infinity stones like you had to put them into play when they came in your mm-hmm. hand if you ever collected too many you became corrupted I was and say lost that. the game automatically mm-hmm. which is cool and uh, something else that you can do in this game is uh, a lot of these guys, a lot of the the heroes from the Guardians of the Galaxy set, it comes with these like a whole pile of these little chips that have these little crystals on them and numbers on the, on each side, and they're the Infinity Shards, hmm. like they're pieces of Infinity Stone, but not like an actual Infinity Stone. So they're these really powerful things that you use to boost your attack. Each one of them boosts your attack by one, and so a lot of their cards are like. You do if you defeat an enemy on this turn. Well, after playing this card, you collect two infinity shards, hmm. and so you're collecting this whole pile because Thanos has a defense of 24. So you're not going to beat him just casually. You're not going to be able to hit him. I mean, like Galactus, I think even was like a 20, hmm. and he's like he's a really big guy. He's like in this the planet too. eater, isn't he? He gets his butt kicked. By Thanos. Really? Thanos is way That's tougher insane. than him. Okay. With the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos is tougher than Galactus by a mile. Hmm. He's when like are they going to bring all this into the movie realm? I think it's coming up. That would be fantastic. I would love to see all this stuff. Right. Right. Well, anyways, <coughs> so <clears throat> I actually was able to get enough stones, and I'm telling you, on the very last card, do you know how it is? Like, if you go to draw, the game ends automatically, and you lose if you draw the last villain card, mm-hmm. and, and there's no cards there to draw. Right. So I drew the last villain card and actually destroyed him on the final turn. 
That's some like luck. that's how tight it was. That is some luck right there, right. sir. But I mean, I promise, of course, I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything weird. Well, I was not here to witness, so right. Who knows? So uh, pretty much, I cheated. We'll have to take your word and, uh, for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I still feel like a one. No, I didn't. I didn't cheat. But I think that the uh, the Guardians is actually a pretty interesting set. I'm a worried. I'm a little bit worried that the the characters wouldn't work so well outside of themselves as a team because they also support each other really mm. well because they have like like symbols in the corners so when they have those yeah, synergistic things that it helps that's a little common with with a lot of the characters in that game right i purposely choose characters who support each other right because remember i even to. got i even got like on board game geek if you go to marvel legendary you can go under the files and you can find a grid that shows what characters are supported by what other characters and you can assemble teams that are really, you know, really work well together. So you're not right. just guessing, you know. Yeah. Or you can just do chaotic. Or you can just look in the stuff. box. Well, it's kind of hard because you have to go through their actual cards and look at what well, cards it says. Yeah, if you, that's you know, true. If you played another card with this symbol, they've done all that work for you on Board Game Geek. God, thank you to whoever did that. Right. Awesome. So that's another tip. But anyways, I, I think it's a good, uh, good add-on. I think it, uh, the artifacts are really interesting. I hope that they use it because I, I, I was thinking in my head during this. That isn't Upper Deck. Didn't I say they were the company who was doing the Dungeons and Dragons game? And I said that they need to compete with Thunderstone. But what if all so. what if all your artifacts were like your gear, and you're putting swords and shields and armor and stuff on your character like that, and it's playing out like cool. artifacts, right? That would be pretty cool. And so you actually have like a, a little gear list or whatever. Yeah. Pretty neat. You should submit that as an idea. <laughs> I don't think I have to. I think that's the obvious answer. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty obvious. Uh, what else did you play? Well, you're not going to talk about yours, your other one first? I'll talk about it in a second. Okay. Well, I uh, knew you were going to be working again. Oh, no, you weren't working. I take that back. No way. You left me alone while you went to go see Black Sabbath. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Now, see, I do live event production, and I work with stagehands, and stagehands work with rock bands. And every once in a while, you work with a stagehand who knows production people that are on a touring show. And in this case, it was Black Sabbath, and I was I walked. I didn't wait in line at the front of the venue. I walked in through the dock. Nobody frisked me. Nobody put me through a metal detector. I was handed a backstage pass, like a little sticker thing that I put on my shirt, and just walked straight in with a ticket that was for a $140 seat to Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun show. Yes, I did not time. get to go to Black Sabbath, so I decided to invite Angela over so we could play an actual longer game than a lunchtime game. Right. So I brought her over, and we played Lords of Waterdeep. And we also played the uh, Scoundrels of Skullport expansion with right. that. Now, we've talked about your, your Lords of Waterdeep set and how you have oh, special meeples so and all awesome. that stuff. And It was pretty funny when I'm <laughs> explaining this all to her because she's never played it before. And right. The first thing out of her mouth is, wait, does this say Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> mm, stigma. I, said, I was like, well, yeah, it's just the universe, though. We're not going to have to like create characters. We don't have to like build, out, build people up and right. figure out experience points and whatnot. It's just the universe that it's in. Mm-hmm. So... Some of the characters are the same, that kind of thing. No, don't even worry about it. Right. It doesn't, it has no bearing on, on whether or not you're going to do well at this game. It was, and there was also something also kind of funny is uh, with the expansions, um, there's two in the one expansion box, like two ways that you can do it. And one of the, one of them's the, uh, the skull port and the other one's the underground or whatever. Right. Well, the underground is, is represented by a beholder. And I said that. I was like, okay, well, when we're separating these cards, you can tell the ones with the little beholder on there is uh, this this bunch and the others are this. And she's like, right. wait a minute, as in I of the? And I was like, well, kind of. That's why it looks that way. <laughs> so it was kind of funny watching her get it. Right. So anyhow. <clears throat> 
hey, there's that cold coming back. Right. So you got a chance to play this with Scoundrels of Skullport, and there yes. are, you said there was Skullport, and there's also the, the, the underground. underground that's in there. And we played with, with all the, the full expansion realm. Right. Um, and this was her first time playing this game. Yeah. I think this was her first time playing a worker placement game. Seriously? Yeah, I think so. I don't think we played no, another no, one. No, no, because I think that... I well, think Sons of Anarchy Sons of Anarchy is a worker placement. Sort, if you're in yeah. certain places, you get certain That's effects. true. That's true. Never mind. It's okay. also an area control worker placement, though. True. As and long this as is you not control bad. an area, you get to do this, and you have to have people there. But every time I call it a worker placement game, she thinks I'm saying it's a work replacement game. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, no, that's just being off, so... Anyhow. You're like, well, I'm not at work right now. I know. <laughs> I'm doing this instead, so yeah, it is that, too. Um... But I think she came over, and from the time she came here and the time she left was about two and a half hours. And that right. included setting up the game, explaining the game, and mm-hmm. playing the game to someone who had never played it before right. in my horrible explain explanations of games. Yeah. So, Fred, let me put it over to you. Why don't you explain the game? How do you play? Uh, you just have, like, a, you know, a pile of little workers that you get to put around a map, and each space gives you different effects, like more you know, more of this cube or that cube or gives you cards or gives you more locations or money (coughs) and you use money to buy locations uh, and sometimes workers, sometimes whatever. But a lot of the randomized part of this game is what buildings come out in the game because there's a a list of buildings that are obviously on this map. And then you add to that up to, is it 10 or is it eight? I think it's eight. I think it's 10, but you add, you add a bunch more. 12. A bunch more buildings, so there's a lot more possibilities of new action spacing, because a building is a new action space that you can take. Right. And you've got a limited number of actions every turn, and you're trying to complete quests. You're limited by your number of agents that you have. Right. And there's two cards. There's intrigue cards, and there's quest cards, and Mm -hmm. you're trying to complete quest cards by matching a little recipe on the card with colored cubes from the box. Right. And these cubes, of course, represent warriors and thieves and wizards and priests and stuff like that. Although they're clerics and not... Priests and their mages, not wizards. Yeah, something like that. Right. I can't remember. I said and them all differently. Rogues, not thieves. Whatever. I, I'm a I'm a 1.0. <laughs> that, that's all 1.0 terminology. Oh, is that what the deal is? Yes. I was just using the terminology you gave me and explaining right. them to her. But when I said that it was a, a a priest, a cleric instead of a priest. No, I said it was a priest instead of a cleric, and it's actually right. a cleric. She's like, that doesn't look like a priest. Why does he have a little mace? Yeah, and uh, because because I don't have the cubes, I have the actual. Little yeah. meeple type right. representations. And I was like, well, it's like his little staff, like Gandalf. She's like, well, he's a wizard. I'm like, well, dang it, don't be so correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I got confused on that part. It's of- like Friar Tuck with some armor. Well, Friar Tuck, he doesn't have a little orb. He was aggressive. He's got a little staff. He was fighty. Did he have a staff, maybe? No. The, the, One of those little crinkled staffs where like the no, top of it's like a... No, crinkle staff. No, he didn't have a... I don't even... What do you want to call I, that? I don't even know a what shillelagh? A shil- what? <laughs> I don't even like know. Like a ukulele? No, it's like it's like an Irish walking stick, I think. Is it's that what shillelagh. that is? I think. I don't I know don't if there's know an actual work purpose for a shillelagh other than walking and hitting things with it. I don't know. Whatever. Anyhow. <laughs> so she, we got confused on that part. So she, she had like one of each little guy so she could call him by the proper names. It was so funny. And then when I go back and look at the book and realize I'm not calling him by the proper names... <laughs> Felt like a ninny. It really doesn't matter. Most of the time when when you play this game, people just say, I I want orange guys, I need purple guys, I I need need white white. guys, I need Mm -hmm. black guys. That's what they say. Yeah, exactly. I need need $3. 
Right. They don't, they don't say, or I need $5. They don't say, I need a little moon token. They, well, they're gold. And they don't, they don't call them gold. Everybody Nobody just calls says it dollars. gold. Exactly. You know, dollars or, you know, That's sure, just how that works. Pounds if you're somewhere else or so, francs or. Then we also played <laughs> with the corruption tokens. And I got to say, right. I'm a lot more corrupt than now, she this is. is. This is what's added in the expansion. The expansion adds this neat element that's sort of a gamble because you, you have this corruption track. And you only get penalized for it if you're the most corrupt at the end of the game and how no. far along the track you are, isn't it? No, you. if you have corruption at all, you get penalized for it. It's how corrupt have you all been. So on the track, there's like it's negative one, negative two, negative three, et cetera, all the way to negative nine. Right. And on each one of those spots, there will be three skulls. Well, every time you take, every time you have to take a corruption, you take one of those skulls off. Right. And then... As they deplete, um, whichever she doing whichever uh, spot is empty yeah. before there's actually skulls there. Like if you took all of them up to negative three is empty, mm-hmm. and then there's actually still a skull left on negative four. Right. Then every single skull that everyone has would be negative three points. Right. And so, you have to take that into account. At and the there end is of the game. there is a space or something that, that gets rid of corruption, right? There's a few different ways you can get rid of corruption. There's some there's quests that will get rid of Isn't it. Isn't there new intrigue cards too? There's some intrigue cards that'll get rid of it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's ways to get rid together. of it. So and, and I think only the person I think it is only the person with the maximum number of corruption at the end. I thought it was something like that. I don't think so. No, it was both of us. I don't know. Got had to get maybe you missed that rule. Well, that's that's how I remember it. You know, we didn't have a rule is it, check. Is, is it I can jingle. be corrupt? I, as long as I'm not as corrupt as you, I don't get penalized for it. Well, we were both corrupt, but she wasn't yeah. corrupt, that corrupt until the end anyway. She like wouldn't right. really take those things. But this this uh, corruption basically allows you to do a lot of things faster. Yeah, it'll give you a whole lot of resources, right. but then you got to take a corruption token. Right. And that can be dangerous. So it's it's like something you would do early in the game and try to get rid of later in the game. Well, she did the opposite. See, that's what I was doing. Was yeah. I? I had a whole ton of them, and then I got a, I got rid of a bunch. She just kept waiting and biding her time and just right. completing quest, quest, quest. And then all of a sudden, she got a little bit corrupt right at the end. And you know, I I, I did end up beating her. I will tell you that. How many wins are you? But it up wasn't to on by this? much on Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah, like two. Have you ever beat me? I don't think I have. I remember you telling me once that you you were playing the iOS version of Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> oh, I don't ever. And you took you had played it like four times or five times and hadn't won yet. And I, yeah. I just like picked it up the first time and beat. You suck. Beat the computer. It's such a good game, though. Again, and it's I, you know I don't have to win to enjoy a game, right? But that one, I, I just I love that game, and she really had a good time with it as well. It's so. fun. It's fun too because yeah. you got those secret roles, and this this expansion adds a bunch of secret roles as well, right? Because you have these secret goals that that like oh you have to complete the most of this type of mi- this type of mission or that type of mission, and you get bonus points. And the other players don't really know that, but it's it's usually kind of obvious. And there's a couple of curveballs in there, like one of them, and the new one is whoever has the most corruption, or you get points for every corruption you have. Yeah. And we didn't have that card. Right. I mean, there's just some cool new ours stuff. Ours were base. Ours were real basic. Like I had the, uh, Arcana, Arcana, whatever, and piety. And then right. hers was like warfare and, and I think spe- something else. I can't remember. Specifically the scoundrels of skull port adds the corruption. It adds corruption on, on the scoundrels of skull port, but then the under underground or whatever adds new buildings that are like, aren't they kind of detrimental in some way? No, not really. They're just, they're just, they're just additional extra, building spaces. Yeah, it's just extra options. But then right. they, they offer you more cards too, more intrigue cards and more right. quests. I mean, this, this but the just, quests on those, they're like really high dollar. Like it takes a 
ton of resources to accomplish these the underground quests. Right, the new ones are hard. They're really hard. But there were tons but of the, points. Yeah, the the reward is phenomenal on those. Right, right. now I think I. I Personally, I think this is a good expansion. I think it expands mm-hmm. the game in every way, and it expands it in in a, a new way that that gives you sort of this gambling kind of aspect where you're like, can I get rid of that corruption before the end? Because I don't think I'm going to win if I don't. Yeah. And it gives you this nice push your luck kind of element that I I kind of thought the game was missing a little bit because I was able to play the balance really hard. Well, see, and I'm not usually a big fan of expansions. I mean, sometimes, but. I think a lot of times they just muddy the waters, and now it's just that yeah. much more confusing. And I would never teach this game uh, without ha- some like I would never make somebody play the expansion without them having already right. played the game a time before. But this one, everything is actually really uh, intuitive on right. it. There's nothing really complex about it, but it does add a layer of complexity without making you feel like okay, now what? Right. So right. I, I was like I said, I was able to teach it to her, and we were able to play the full game mm-hmm. in. No time at all. Cool. All right. Well, we Loved got it. through those uh, those games. All got played. But guess what else? What? We finished another five for five game, Nicole. All right. All right. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. This is a five for five update. All right. So this week we played one. I think a lot of people are going to be interested in if they haven't picked this up. And that is Seven Wonders Duel. Yes. Now this is a, it's sort of a sequel kind of game, or you know, some sort so of like sequel, just a new realization right. of Seven Wonders with an <clears throat> actual good version of a two-player. I mean, it is two-player. It's only two-player. Well, this kind of reminds me of like uh, when we had Agricola. You know, we played Agricola, and then there's Agricola All Creatures Big and Small, mm-hmm. which is sort of like this abbreviated version of Agricola. Uh-huh. You know, where you just build a farm. You know, you don't actually try to f- feed your family as much. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> right. So this is uh, Seven Wonders Duels. It takes Seven Wonders, and I don't think it really abbreviates it too much, but it does kind of... Uh, I mean, you still are completing wonders, but you're just not one wonder. We'll explain how the how Seven Wonders works. Okay, so Seven Wonders was really based around a card draft. Which means that everybody gets a hand of cards, picks one card out of it, and passes the other cards to the player on their left or right, whichever direction you're going that time. And then you continue like that until you have your full set of cards. You're going to have that turn. And you do this three times throughout the game. And you utilize whatever cards you take as resources during the game. So there, they might be buildings you're going to build. They might be you know specifically resources that lead to building buildings. You do all this stuff sort of in combination to try to gain more points, and eventually you're trying to complete your seven wonder, which because you each get a wonder board at the start of the game, and you're trying to complete that for more bonus points. And it's just really a race to try to get more points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can build. I mean, there's lots of civilization building kind of aspects to it, like. If you built, you know, a library early on, then you can build some sort of university later for free without having the resource formula that's on it. Like once again, all these, you know, you'll, you'll put brick cards down and stone cards and wood cards and stuff like that. And those become resources that you can use every single turn. And all your cards get played in a tableau that just stays out on the table the whole time. Right. Uh, so, like I said, then it builds on itself. So as you go from turn to, you know, from round to round of the three rounds, your points are going up. You know, all the stuff that you invested in early begins to start sort of paying off in points later on. And, uh, you know, you can even do military conquest in this and and 
take points like that mm-hmm. by having the most military at the end of each round. You get points and you can take a whole bunch, you know, and you're really what's kind of another thing that's kind of unique about this game is you kind of deal with the mostly the opponents that are on your right and left, mm-hmm. immediate right and left, like by table sitting, you know. Because you trade with them, you can force them to, you have to buy stuff from them. Usually your military bonuses affect both of those people, but not the person like straight across from you. If you played a full complement of people, you wouldn't even deal with, you know, half the people in the game because it plays seven players, which is kind of a neat, neat thing. Yeah. And that's seven wonders. The whole thing, and another thing that's cool about this little card draft game is it plays, and the base game just straight out of the box plays in somewhere right around an hour. Mm hmm. And I think it's fairly accessible with a little bit of just t- just a tiny bit of coaching. You can get you know pretty green players through this mm-hmm. pretty easily. Yeah, absolutely. And and they and everybody understands. I use these materials to build stuff, and if I build certain other buildings, these buildings just build themselves and stuff like that. It really it, it really has a real you know comfortable synergy of cards and stuff like that. So everybody gets it pretty easy, right? So this is the two-player game. Right, because the big problem with Seven Wonders, the base game, or the main game, is that it has a two-player option, Right, but you have to have a dummy player. And it is so horrible to do it's not it's not intuitive it's just it it bothered me like because you'd have to take turns like i got to control him once and then you had to control him and back and forth and i just didn't like it it bothered the hooey out of me so i didn't feel like we were really gonna get that game to the table that much because we so seldom have that you know a big group of people over or small group of people over and not have something else we want to play. Right. So, um, I mean, we'd gotten it to the table a couple times, but that's it. And two-player was just not really an option for me on that. Right. So then, step in Seven Wonders Duels, which is exclusively two-player, and... Right. That's so what this Seven is. <laughs> Wonders is truly a game that should have put three to seven on the box. I agree. Because it's not a two-player game. Not really. So... You can play a two-player. It's not that much fun. I've actually played the two-player a, a few times, and I didn't like it either. Yeah, I don't care for it. Uh, so this thing, what's the differences? Um, it adds quite a few little elements. Uh, for one, it used to be that like uh, one of the elements is it adds these science tokens. That they're, they're these bonus tokens. In the original game, you had <laughs> these green cards. The green represents the scientific advancements of your civilization. Uh, these didn't really do much for you other than you would collect them and get po- points for collecting sets of them in the original game. Mm-hmm. In this game, if you collect one set, just two cards, you would get one of these bonus tokens. Collecting a third one doesn't get you another bonus tokens, but you, there's six different symbols in the science collection. Mm-hmm. And it, every turn you shuffle the 12 tokens or whatever that come with the game, and you get a random, random set of six tokens on the board. So that's one thing. And these bonuses are pretty cool. Like they'll give you discounts on building wonders. They give you bonus points at the end of the game. They give you money. Mm -hmm. They make you get extra turns when you complete seven wonders. There's all sorts of variety in that Mm -hmm. pile of stuff. Sometimes they give you an extra symbol, an extra scientific symbol. Well, that's important because that's one of the options of how to win. If you manage to get all six or to get six different scientific symbols accumulated in, in front of you, right. you win the game automatically. Correct. So the next thing is they uh, they include a military struggle board, which is like a little, uh, it's just like a little rectangular board, like a long rectangle. And there's little 
you know, spaces all along it, and you can see two cities that are in flames on each side of it, and you put like a little battle token in the middle of this, and whenever you play a military card, you count the number of little shields on it that used to be in the original game, the number of military might you had, you actually just move this little token either to the right or to the left, whichever whichever side of the, of the board you're playing would be your city. Mm-hmm. So if I played a military token, I would move it one space away from me and towards you. Now, if it ever gets to the end of that board, what happens? You win. That's right. So if you can push military might far enough that you can win, but when they play military cards, it moves it one space back towards you. So it's this fun little struggle there, you know, between the two of you with this military might thing, which isn't really a possibility when you're playing a seven-player game to do it like that. Exactly. So the next thing they did is they did away with card draft. Yeah, drafting between two people, while it can be done, I've seen it done in games. Right. It's still kind of like, I mean, I pretty much know what cards you're going to have. You pretty much know what I'm going to have because there's only two of us. Right. So in this case, what they did, in order to still sort of simulate the draft, they make you build like these little, like they make you build a a right side up pyramid, then an upside down pyramid with cards, and then they make you build like a sort of a sphere. It's almost like a little solitaire board. It looks kind of like that. Kind of. And you play, you know, one row face down, one row face up, next row face down. And and in order to flip a card face up, you have to completely uncover it. So you're playing them on top of each other. So the corners are covering corners of all the cards when you build this pyramid. And now you know what half the cards are, are going to be in the in that round. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what the other half is. Right. And that's kind of important. It does add that random element that is what can be, you know, what could be a game changer by the end. Yeah, definitely. If you've got a military card flipped over right when you're about to blow them up, that's, you know, an advantageous thing. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the big differences is it's got alternate win conditions. So you you still can win with points. Oh, absolutely. Um, But now you can win by getting six science symbols, and you can also win by pushing the military track all the way to one side. The other big difference is is that you do have you get four wonders that you're going to build every turn, and you get when you build a wonder in this game, it gives you a whole bunch of bonuses right off the bat. Like it'll give you more money, it'll give you an extra turn sometimes, it'll give you you know sometimes it just give you more militia or right. not militia military right. Sometimes it destroys somebody else's card. Sometimes it'll give you one of those science token bonuses right. So this is this is a, it, it's pretty you know pretty beneficial to build those, but the for, the little recipe on the side of them to build them is much higher than your normal buildings, right? You know, uh, so same thing though. You still get you still get uh, little cards that you uh, you know have resource cards like stone and brick and wood and you know parchment and potions or glassware mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You get all that stuff still, and those are all figured into formulas on all these different cards. <clears throat> One of the big differences I noticed. Uh, is the some of the bonuses on these cards is just built in. Like uh, it used to be like on some of the gold cards in the original game, you would have to have one that tells you you get bonus points whenever you sell a card. Yeah, it was very these conditional. Just, these just give you a bonus point automatically. Um, and then, well, some of them had like bonus at the end of the game too. Right. And these would be like, you get this bonus now and then this at the end of the game. Right. And all these still have symbols and they've, you know, designed these three rounds of decks. <laughs> you still play three rounds. Right. And they have symbols that lead to other symbols in later rounds. Usually it won't match a symbol in the same round. You know, so if I build a military with a little sword symbol on the corner of it, that sword symbol match isn't going to be in round one. It's right. going to be in round two or three. Right. You know? So you're still doing that kind of stuff, and you're still building your little, you know, 
formula of resources. Well, in addition, on the wonders themselves, you said that there's eight wonders available. Like right. I have four and you have uh-huh. four. Once <coughs> someone builds this a seventh wonder, that eighth wonder does not have the ability to be built. You have to flip it over. Right, so one it's, person... It's called seven wonders. Yeah, exactly. Not eight. So one person does not <laughs> get the benefit of that wonder. Right. And that can be a bummer too, because you maybe have you may have a plan on well, if I can get this one, then I'll be able to win through this method. And if somebody takes that privilege away from you, it kind of sucks. Now, like obviously, we've said already that you can win with a science, and you can also win with military, but you can also win by points. And I found the points in this game a little easier to add up than they were in the original game. Yeah, because in the original game, you had to go into those little science things and figure out what the bonuses were for how many of the symbols you had, and all kinds of weird stuff was going on. It was very, this very one, mathy. And this one was pretty simple. It is. Add up this color card, mm-hmm. oh, add up that color card, add up this color card, add up any bonuses from your wonders. And the, the bonuses know. are really easy to calculate, too, because it'll right. be like like a, you'll get uh, extra victory points for the number of red cards in the city that has the most red cards. Well, if right. I have five cards and you have four then the bonus is still five Right, and they still have those guild points. cards that usually produce that effect. Those yeah. still get mixed in. And you, you you just shuffle round cards and you pull out three, and then you shuffle the guild cards and put three of those in there, and you're pretty much ready to go. Yeah, the setup is really quick and <laughs> right. easy. Um, we were able to reset and play three different games of it right. in, like, what, two hours total? One, uh, one other thing about the military track that I, I kind of glossed over was uh, if you there are these little bookmark spots along the track towards the opponent's city where they have to lose money. Like, they'll lose $2. Right. And, and the farther you get along, the more bonus points you get at the end of the game for having military dominance over that person. Right. So you can still win with points. It's easier to calculate the points. I think the game plays a little faster. Definitely. Because, it. I mean, we were we played, I mean, it, it is definitely a 30-minute game. Because once you get going The on, first time was a little bit longer, the first but we're trying to decipher everything. First was almost an hour, but the last three we played were all 30-minute really games. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of fun because it's, I, you know, another thing I found out about, like found about this game was that in round one, it's really obvious what your decisions are supposed to be. Like you're presented with a couple of options, like maybe three or four cards, and you just you, you, it's obvious that this is what you want to do. Yeah, but I when definitely you, want to take that wood because it's free. Right, I'll and, take it. And then in round two, it gets a little tougher to kind of figure out. But then round three, it gets way more dense. So the game probably balances out like 15 minutes in round three, 10 minutes in round two, five minutes in round one. Once yeah. you get used to the game, you know, a little bit of scoring at the end. Yeah. So. The scoring's like like I said though it's not hard. So easy. It's, it's really really well done. But the original game was was a fairly fast game too, and this retains that. And I think it maybe it's it's quite a bit faster. I think personally. Well, you're also only dealing with two people as opposed to right. you right. know however many. <clears throat> and I do still think it keeps the feel of the original one. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that that those little card shapes and stuff really was a good substitute for the draft. Mm-hmm. And it, and it it really added to quite a bit of strategic depth to it where yeah. you decide making these decisions. And, and there's like a lot of different ways you can approach it. You know, you can say I'm going to military, you know, squash this other person, or I'm going to go for science right off the bat because I can see these science cards are going to line up with my guy just right. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a lot of variety of ways you can do it. You can say, I'm going to, I'm going to monopolize all the resource cards. And I mean, I, one of the games I, I said, I'm not going to do any resources. I'm just going to sell cards and buy resources because they're available all resources in the game are available for $2 plus $1 for every one of those resources that your opponent has. Mm-hmm. 
So if you were light on resources and I was light on resources, then I could buy anything I wanted pretty much for a couple bucks. Yeah, exactly. Which really helped. Uh, so this is the first real two-player version of this game. And I I got to say that <coughs> I, I really liked it. I really liked it. Like, And, and I know this is like, I think it's $25, and I'm going to say totally worth it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This, I if, loved it. If you play two-player games and you guys are – and you're okay – Going head to head with someone and nobody gets you know sore feelings about losing a game, you I mean, know. Yeah, it's competitive. You guys, right. somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Right. Well, I mean, some people, some people are like, "Well, I only want to play a cooperative game because I get upset whenever we, whenever they lose the game to me." Yeah, this would not be your game then. Right. But that's not us. No. So we we got through this game and we played five times and I did take the title on this of one. Of course, I won one. <laughs> right, because I was I, very excited. I won the first two. Now the first one I won with military. Which was kind of just out of nowhere. The second one I won with points by a little bit of a margin. The next one you won, won. and it was really close. It was so close. Like, I didn't think I'd won. I didn't think there was any possible way. And I ended up winning by two points. Right. Now, the next one I won with science. The next one you won because I'm a moron. (laughs) And we were both going for the science win. Right. And I... I just wasn't paying enough attention. It was it was a symbol that you already had, and you were looking for another one, and you didn't notice that it was the only symbol I needed right. to get my sixth symbol. Exactly. And so, so I took you ignored I it. I ignored it. You took, took card, it, and, and you won. Right. Sucked. So then the last one, <clears throat> the last one, I almost. I thought you won by points on the last. one. I did. I won by yeah. points by a considerable amount, but you were going for science again. I know. And you were trying. Stupid. <laughs> You were going for for science points again, and there was a moment where we were three cards from the end, and one of them was a science card, and I was like looking at the cards, and I was like, I guess I, I don't need this science card. Maybe I'll just do this, and I just kind of pause, and I go, I look over, and, and I notice that you would symbol match if you picked that one up, and you had five symbols already, and that would get you that sixth symbol through the bonus tokens, mm-hmm. and I figured out your ruse. I know. You pay more attention than I do. Right. Stinker. And so I took it. Took it. <laughs> Four to one. You could have even let me have that one. You already had the title. But Do you, you. Wait, wait. Let me let me ask you. Do you really want me to let you have games? No. Would that feel good if I was like, yeah, I'll let you one, win that one? No. Don't, don't you love it when I just give you a win? No. Doesn't it feel so great to just have it handed to you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love you. That's right. Because I understand that that's that's dishonorable. Beat my it's face not face into it and just say. There, you lose. No, I know. Let me okay. rub this box in your face. Now the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that never happens. No, that never but the, uh, happens. <laughs> but yeah, totally recommended by me. What a great oh, game. Oh, man. It's a great game. Yeah. Great game. If you're looking for a competitive two-player game, right. the replayability on this one, too. Like, I don't feel like I got burned out on it. Like, right. There's, there's absolute zero discovery after you play that game twice. Yeah. Like, well, even once, but definitely even twice. And it doesn't matter. Like a lot of games, if, if you're, you know, you're still kind of learning what everything is and that right. keeps it exciting. This one, you don't even need that. It's just a solid game. Right. I would say that, that the strategic depth you get in how short a time that you play this game is really nice. Yeah. And, and it plays it plays like a big box game. Yeah. And it comes in a little tiny box. And yeah. It's great. It's a really fun one. So totally recommended. That's our second, isn't it, on our five for five? I don't know. Let me look at my post. We've it. played Xeno Shift and now Seven Wonders Duels, yep. leaving Tarji. 
Nefarious. Nefarious and Robinson Crusoe Voyage of the Beagle. There you go. I don't see how we're ever going to get to that one. You're never home, sir. Look, I'm home tomorrow. I'm not going to be able to play tomorrow. Why? We'll talk about that later. Okay. You're a tough lady. So we did manage to pull off a few games. uh, And for our feature, we played a game about the evolution of species. Let's find out what about that. All these games have been All right, Nicole. Evolution. Yep. Is that a hot topic? Not for me. I don't think so either. But I think for some people it might be. For some people it is, yeah. And we played this game with Matt and Brianna. Oh, really? Again? At Hall's time, man. I'm going to start coughing. Some sort of menthol junkie or something. It's honey, honey. (laughs) Some sort of honey junkie. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, for some people it might be. And I was was noticing, like I was thinking about that, that, uh, some of the games we play, we're going to play, and we, we have played, I, I wonder if there's people who just pass them up. Because, I mean, like, like for instance, this game, I, I don't want to tiptoe around it, really, uh, about that evolution's a proven fact. Okay. That that we, you know, I, I, I think I speak for both of us when, when I say that though we call ourselves humans, we're really just apes. We have, you know, ancestors that extend beyond our current form that we both share. We're not finished evolving. Neither is any other living thing, and microevolution's just sort of observable baby steps that lead to macroevolution, and differentiation really isn't necessary. I can tell you I am a personal living example of evolution. Are you? And that's why I can't play games tomorrow. What? Wisdom teeth, man. Ugh. Wisdom teeth are evolving. I have to have mine taken out tomorrow, but I only have three of them, which is right. completely different than... than but if, what and if you. we take away all your wisdom? Well, no, they're just... I'll be smart, <laughs> I promise. You better be smart. <laughs> but yeah, not you tomorrow. I had four. Yeah. And they all and grew most, in sideways and ridiculous. Everybody I know had four. <coughs> right. For some reason, I only have three. And I read... I was like looking it up online, and there's some... They said it was like a, an Aborigine t- tribe in somewhere, I'm sorry, that yeah. have like... Typically have like next to none. Wait, I'll, I'll just tell you it's a it's the Aborigine tribe like, of Jabba Daha Daha. No, Tan- no, I think it was like Tanzania. I, I want to say it was Tanzania, but do not quote me on that. <laughs> um, but then they said that uh, what was it, Mexico? Like it's almost a hundred percent that you're if you're native Mexican, you're going to have all four of your wisdom teeth. Right. I don't know. <laughs> so. I'm closer to Aborigine than I am. I don't know. Well, I guess not because I've only if I only had one, then I'd be closer to the Aborigines. And since See? I've got three, I'm closer to Mexican. I have no idea. Right. My mom's adopted. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, a game like this, though. I mean, seriously, this evolution game it just basically dips its toes into the topic, and not nearly as much as one of our current five for fives, which we just said, which is the Robinson Crusoe Voyage of the Beagle. It deals directly with Charles Darwin and his exploration of the, of the Galapagos yeah. that led to the theory of evolution. Right, because he was seeing like all the birds with different <clears throat> beaks right? I mean, to conform to whatever feeding habits that they had. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, and I mean, on top of that, you know, he noticed stuff like, why does this island not have all these other creatures that were supposedly put on Earth yeah. and live in these environments? Seems like a hard stretch, though, considering he's like looking at the birds. 
Well, he was looking at the uh, the iguanas as well. Have, they were oh, the land iguanas, iguanas make more sense because birds fly. They can go from here to there. Well, this, that's what's weird about Galapagos. The the island is almost entirely inhabited. Its entire bird population is just finches. Yeah, there's nothing else, bizarre. and they're all a different variety of finches. Mm-hmm. And he could, you know, this one uses like a little spine of a cactus to pick out insects, and this one. You know, actually hits its head against the wood like a woodpecker because there's no woodpeckers there. There's just finches. Hmm. I mean, it's, so it's like it's it's a weird little microcosm, a controlled environment because it's this island. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, then there's you know, where's the rest of the animals that inhabit Earth? I mean, I think it's about the size of like Mississippi. See, and I'm not that versed on on the Galapagos. I think it'd be really interesting to go, except that I'd be afraid of everything. But right. you know, and there's like no actual like working toilets there, are there? <laughs> No. Nah, I'm not going there. <laughs> but, you know, that's something funny is that, that you know, whenever he talked about the how, how animals were spread out over these lands, some people were saying, well, why does this island exist with only these animals and this exists with only these people? This And he says, well, there's people on these islands. People and, change and this, everything. This is what Darwin said. He's like, well, there's people on there. And they're like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, people introduce animals. Like, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll bring in crazy animals. Like, for instance, Hawaii had cane toads introduced. Into their environment, which are now plaguing the island and killing cats and dogs who try to make a meal out of them, but they're hmm. poisonous. They're also all over Australia as well. I know Australia had like some big thing with the with the what was it? It was the kangaroo rats, or just like was it some specific kind of mouse? I don't know that was not indigenous to the island, and then it got introduced, and they've right. got like this mass crazy infestation. Well, I, I was of driving mice. down the road today, and I noticed that there was like just in a farmer's field on the side of the highway was like 20 goats in the field. And I'm like, that guy is getting free lawn mowing right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. You, you put them out there. Like I knew a guy, uh, he put, what, is a, what are those birds? I can't even remember what the birds are, but he put like these crazy little... Mongoose? No, it's a bird. Oh. Not a, not a weasel. <laughs> but the... Uh, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but he puts this, like, it's it's like uh, some variety of bird. I don't know. It, per- it, it peacock? roosts... Peacock? No, it roosts in trees, though. And, and the whole Turkey reason... Turkey vulture? You, no, stop saying stuff that because you, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he put these out there in his farm specifically because these things, all they do is eat ticks. So he had tons of ticks on his property, and he was like, well, I can get rid of these if I just put a couple of these birds out there, and they kind of roosted around till winter, and they vanished. That's funny. You know? So that, that stuff happens. And yeah, and, and farmers will, and I mean, this is very real. Farmers will bring goats into clear clear uh, fields and of like heavy brush and stuff, because they eat everything. Mm-hmm. They really do. Yes, I know that. And so, I mean, there's a variety of animals like this. There's a... There's a uh, there's an island, I think in South like South Africa, there's an island off the coast where they introduced cobras in to control rat populations. And, of course, the cobras have taken over, and now you can't do any work over there because there's so many cobras. That's horrible. Right? See, that's what freaks me out. I know. Why would I, you ever bring it? I, I don't think, think it's called Cobra Island. I'll have to look it up to figure out you what it is. You need to look that up. <laughs> Write it down. Right. We'll talk about it on our next, next episode. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I wonder if something like, uh, you know... Like a game like that, uh, or maybe Freedom the Underground Railroad, which deals deals with escaping slaves going coming in on slave ships in the South and trying to travel across the United States, avoiding slave catchers, which are a real thing, mm-hmm. and make it into Canada. And the whole time you're playing that, you're dealing with like real legislation and and. You know, well, don't give effects. too much of the game away. We're gonna play it. Right, right. But I'm just saying. I, I wonder. If, if uh, you know, a game like Robinson Crusoe, Voyage of the Beagle, that deals with, you know, Darwin, would be potentially more offensive to someone than a violent, you know, game filled with demons. It just really 
probably depends on the person and depends on the game. Right. I mean, I was I thought it was really strange when when we took uh, cash and guns over to your parents' house. Right. And we're sitting there with your mother, sweet little lady, <laughs> and pointing a little gun at her. Right. And telling her... A little foam gun. The little foam gun, yeah. Orange. And telling her, uh, <coughs> you need to back down or whatever. You need to put your gun down. Back up. Back away from the money or whatever. And she like is going to do it. And you're like, no, no, no. This is just a game. You're supposed to yeah, trash I said, talk. I said, put your gun down right now. I swear I'm going to shoot you. And she's like, okay. okay. And I was like, what are you doing? Pick that gun back up. You can't defend yourself, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, fine. <laughs> but for a lot of people, that would that would not be the right audience for a game like that, or even right. the Sheriff of Nottingham. You're right. teaching like for kids. You're teaching them how to lie. Yeah. The whole point of that game <laughs> is how well do you lie? Right. So there's, I mean, it just depends on. The, but I mean, I think both of those are just, you know, they're just a lot of fun. So everybody's going to have their fans. Everybody's going to have their opponents, and. Well, definitely. Just be aware of what you're buying. I mean, definitely. I don't think. um, I mean, obviously, freedom is is a sensitive subject. You know, obviously, that's you know that one is. And again, I don't want to talk too much about it, but they they've really uh, gone into the historical right. They really legitimacy of it. Both of these games, I think, even though they're games, they they are very you know educational at the same time. Yeah. And uh, you know, especially I, I know, especially freedom. But I, like I said, I don't want to talk about it because we're gonna we're gonna play <laughs> it. Just run the game. You guys you? had to vote for that, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin my topic, jeez. I know, but I, I think uh, I don't think we should truly be offended when we deal with a sensitive nah. subject, especially when it's approached from an educational standpoint. I don't think any of these games ever make a mockery of that that stuff. You know. Well, and then in the end, again, they're just games, so we need to right. just play them and. Right, because I mean, if you're going to get sensitive about historical subjects that are approached with you know a sincerity, then that's like every war game, any World War Two, World War One game, or Civil War, all that stuff just goes right out the window. Yeah, that's true. Right, because somebody somebody lost those wars and they didn't like it. You that's, know, oh, geez, well, that's like a harsh reality right there. You don't think of it that way a lot of times. <laughs> well, I do. I, I I don't. Well, I don't play a lot of war games too, though. Well, and if I, I mean, do, I don't. I just play them from a game aspect. <laughs> Right. All right. Well, let's not go too deep into this discussion of history and education for fun. I'd just like to conclude that stating that genetically, you know, it's been said that we're 1.5% different from a chimpanzee. Okay. We share a common ancestor, but not a direct link to the chimpanzee. Uh, And using genetic information, scientists have looked at all different races and people and creeds on Earth, and they have found that the difference between all of us is so minute that it's not even worth mentioning. There is no difference between any of us. We are all the same, and wars happen, history happened, we still play games, and that brings us to this one, Nicole. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. All right, evolution. Life used to be so simple. Oh. You'd saunter <laughs> down to the watering hole, mm-hmm. you'd eat your fill, and you'd call it a day. But as populations grew and more species found your watering hole, 
it became apparent that you needed to do something special to survive. You could cooperate so two of your species will get fed, or you could grow a long neck and feed from the trees instead of depleting the watering hole as a food source. That's right. Maybe you'd forage and get extra food every time you take a plant food from a source, or maybe you will learn to kill. Never. I wouldn't do that. Let's face it, steak does taste much better than dandelions. So maybe you'll become a carnivore, forcing the species around you to take on defensive traits like burrowing or climbing. Will carnivores overcome the competition's defenses? Will the herbivores find enough food to survive? Well, we're not going to find out just quite yet. So, to begin our journey out of the primordial soup, each player gets one species board starting at one population and the smallest body size and is dealt a hand of three cards plus one card for each species in front of them. Each new round will also begin by dealing cards in this manner. Now, in the bottom right corner of each of these cards, there's a number. It could be a six, it could be a zero, it could even be a negative two. In phase two of the game, each player will secretly choose a card based on that number to discard into the watering hole. When we total that up, that's going to be how much food is going to be available for this round, but that number's not going to be revealed until the beginning of phase four, so we're not there yet. Now, phase three is going to offer three more ways that these cards can be used. You can use it as a trait, to create a new species, or to increase either population or body size. Players will one at a time go through their hand for these purposes until they either run out of cards or pass to the next player. Again, I'm coughing almost, so I apologize. Oh. Um, now, to give your new species, to give your species new trait play, traits, oh my goodness, this is horrible. <laughs> to give your species new traits, play a card face down on your species board. Everyone's going to rele- reveal those traits at the end of the phase. Uh, keep in mind, you cannot duplicate traits, so you can't have two long necks. That just doesn't work. Because I've never seen an animal with two necks. Mm. Siamese twins, maybe. Conjoined twins? Anyhow. Uh. Um, and no species can have any more than, cannot have more than three trait cards, um, two when you're playing a two player game. Right. Now, players can create a new species or increase their population or body size by just discarding a card from their hand face up into the discard pile. Phase four, that's the feeding phase. Now, we're going to start by revealing those trait cards played in the previous phase. Uh, and any trait with a green leafy border will activate. Now be careful because they're actually talking about leaves on those, not just the color of the border, because there's some yellow ones that have a green leafy border, mm. which is weird. Uh, next, we'll reveal the food cards that we chose in phase two and adjust the tokens at the watering hole accordingly. Then it is time to feed. The species board has an open space behind each population level. When all these spaces are full, then your species is no longer considered hungry. You must always feed one hungry species as long as food exists and that meets the requirements of that species. Am I going to run out of time? If a species has no traits, it will take one food from the watering hole and play proceeds clockwise. Some traits will modify how much food is taken or possibly change the food source itself. Some traits, like scavenger, will allow a non-carnivorous animal to eat meat, but no carnivore can eat plant food, and no animal is ever allowed to eat more than its population allows. I totally had to redo it. You had to start over, didn't you? What does it matter? You had to restart the music. Oh my gosh, okay. For a carnivorous animal to eat, it must attack another species, which will result in the decrease of its target's population. 
Now, due to some players giving their species traits such as hard shell or warning call, it may be possible that the only legal move is for a player to attack one of its own species. Carnivores are a bit of a wild card, which makes sense since you never think of a cute fuzzy bunny rabbit as a wild animal until it attacks your face, Monty Python style. Now, the feeding phase will end when either there are no hungry species to feed or there's no food left to eat. At this point, a species will reduce its population to the amount of food it ate, or if it did not eat any food, it is going to go extinct. Sorry about that. Each player moves all food that was eaten into their food bag, and you pass the first player marker to the left. Now, although there are some if-then situations, the game basically ends after having depleted the draw deck one time. Points are calculated as follows. You're going to get each food in the bag uh, one point, each species that you have is worth one point per population, and each trait card on a surviving species is also worth one point. Whoever has the most points wins. Hmm. Simple. Wow. So, this is a card game with a giant deck of cards. A giant deck of cards. And a couple of little species tracking boards. Yes. When I say a couple, I mean there's like a whole box full of species. There's like a boards. stack, a huge stack. What's, like, I, I don't rem- I don't remember what the player count was on this. Was it like over five? I think it was. Oh, it was just five. I think it was just five because there's right. five little food bags. And I think it comes with like twenty species boards. Well, you can have like up to four <laughs> species boards each if right. if you play the max. And I mean, you're just basically playing lots of cards down and trying mm-hmm. to make your guys tough. Tough and enough to survive. Populated, right? <clears throat> and or bigger. All right, so let's uh, let's start this game, and we'll start with a little controversy. How about that? That's pretty typical. <laughs> the guy who ta- was the guy who did the run through video was saying, "You'll end up with a big handful of cards, so you can deal and with you any situation." You should not hold them so far ahead of you that you're. I haven't even started looking at them, and Nicole's already started trying. They're to cheat right off there. <laughs> She's like, "What do you got? Oh, okay, you got that." And look, if I mad. look at you, I see your cards. It's ridiculous. I'm already mad. Can you see them right now? Yeah. You can see those. If I look over at you, I can see your cards. Why are you looking at my cards? I'm not looking at I your cards. I don't ever look at yours. You, you put them so far out here. You're trying to cheat every game. Put them near you. I don't, don't want weird. to. I don't want to be like Mr. <laughs> like. Sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, one of these days we're going to start doing video and I'm going to have you video me sitting next to you and you putting your cards out in front of you and people will see I'm right. You put your cards way too far out. I know that's what you got from that. What I got was you started off snotty. (laughs) I never am snotty. Snooty, yes. Snotty, no. But here's what that led to. Now I want to beat the pants off of you. That's normal, too. I mean, worse than normal. Normally, I'm just like, I want to do my best in this game. Now I'm just like, <laughs> I want to beat Nicole. <laughs> so uh, we, at this point, uh, get ready. We put some food ante out into the pond because uh, you start every turn by making by playing one of your cards out of your hand face down. You have a full hand of cards, and you put it face down. And there's a little number that has nothing to do with the trait that you're that you could have used. Mm-hmm. It's just a little number in the bottom that represents how much, how much food, food it makes. Now mm-hmm. it can be a positive number, it can be a negative number. You know, I went over that. It could be a really high number or not. So it's kind of a toss up because you're playing all these in face down before you reveal them, and nobody yeah, knows. Nobody exactly. knows how much food there's actually going to be. Right, but we're still early in the game. We don't eat very much, right? 
I'm hungry. <laughs> right now you are? Yeah. All right, we'll see how this goes. So you're supposed to discard cards to get new species, get new body size or um. population, or put a trait down, or blee, 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 blee. So you guys are all doing traits? I have, but I'm, I I'm weird. I'm, I'm I traded weird. it up. I am weird. I'm... Here's the good news, Nicole. Wait. I will not oh, look at your card. I will not. You're discarding that? I'm discarding You have to discard it face up by the discard pile. Face up? Yes, yeah. why wouldn't you? Discard it because it's none of your business. Here, we can like... Doesn't matter. I'm discard. double checking. This is ridiculous. Rule check. This isn't even worth checking. <laughs> this is just a, a rule. It's obvious. It's got to be face up because once this is gone, the game is over. So if you discard it face down... Technically, I have to shuffle it, then the game ends, which is almost an insult. Yeah. Okay. Hey, do a whole lot of work because we've got this giant deck. Then the game's over. Why would I do all okay. that work? I think you just it. Where's the stupid thingy at? Play I'm a trait. Play a trait. Face down. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, some I did other that. stuff. I did that. Create a species. Species. Right. We didn't do that. Discard face up. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm I think I'm actually going to discard face as up. well. You are. I am. What'd you get? Huh. Your discard. I'm. I'm increasing my population. That's. Alright, I'm doing that and I'm taking one of these. Whoa! Whoa. Why aren't you guys carnivoring it up? I can't believe it. Alright, so we keep going around. I mean, you get to play as many as you want. Oh, you do? Yeah, you can play your entire hand or you can save cards in your hand to do stuff later. Matt's going in, he's getting species. So, did you already do yours? Well, I'm done. Oh, see, you guys went out of turn. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, my, and my apologies. Why does it no, say that in there? I don't even see <clears throat> Why does that matter? Right. Why does you're that the matter? first player, and I say so. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do... Wait. When do, is... Starting with the first player, play as many trait cards as he wants, or save them for the next round. So I'm supposed to do all of mine first, and then you get a turn. It doesn't matter. Oh, you do all of them? Well, it could matter, because... Yeah, it does matter because if I see that you're building stuff up, you then know. Then it freaks you out and then you fine. want to build then stuff I too. I discard this and I get a speed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I get one of those too. I was supposed to finish all of mine. So, okay, so, so next round. When it's right. not your well, turn as the first player, we'll Nicole's play, right? Well, I'm done anyhow. Okay. I'm going to hang on to my stuff. So. I'm putting. Brianna's well, putting two on one person. She is completely out of cards. Matt is out of cards. cards. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Nope, it turns over. Oh, whoa, 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 Nicole. You don't have to go again. You're done. You passed. I did. Did not pass. You said I'm done. You said you were done. Because you said that it was your turn, so I said fine. Right. We reveal the food cards and the watering bowl. Here we go. Fooding it up. So, I mean, you can tell that we we actually... I was definitely not snotty. Sassy. Yes. (laughs) That's just the fancy word for snotty. (laughs) The... uh... But yeah, so we we not only do we have to put all those food cards in that we don't know how much food there is, we then right. have to play all the rest of the cards out of our deck, increasing our numbers and not knowing how much the other people are going to increase their numbers. Exactly. Before we even know how much food is in there. Yeah. And of course, you did rule lawyer me there and, and find out. And that I we did play. my fake jingle. Do, 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 do. Unbelievable. Do, 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 do. So we, uh, we do, we do uh, find out that we play our, in, our entire turn each. Yes. Before we go to the next person. That's right. So we we were trying to play one card at a time or do one action at a time and then come back around. So it is the entire thing. And it's the whole the thing, person. yeah. Uh, so now Brianna, turn one, sort of schools the rest of us on, and finds card synerg- synergy right away. 
starts finding, uh, taking a second species, and she places a trait that gives food to the other species when the one next to it eats. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's two food for the price of one from the pond. So here is the end of round one. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yep, everybody's got, everybody's full. Right. All the rest of these stay in there. You then uh, take your food and put it into your bag as you fed them. Cinch the top because Nicole will peek. <laughs> Which is painfully obvious. You guys are all fired. Even the listeners can see you peeking. <coughs> we don't want Nicole cheating. That and is. she is prone to cheating. I don't. She doesn't intend to, but it's just like so ingrained. It's just, it's a genetic okay. problem. It's just who she it's is. It's a mutation. She so. <laughs> eats a lot. That's how she's evolved. I <coughs> So it is important, like at this point, when you do like round to round scoring and whenever I teach games, I always find there's these important moments where you have to say, by the way, this is how you win. Mm -hmm. Because you have to remind because you're doing a lot of this managing of species in this game. And that's why at this point, you really have to remind everybody if you're teaching the game. This is how you're going to win. It's by putting food in this bag. Mm -hmm. You're not going to win so much with this stuff on the table yeah, as you are with stuff in the bag. It doesn't matter who works with what or anything. If you don't get right. any food in the bag, it doesn't matter. The more food in the bag, the more chance you win. Mm -hmm. And so that's just that's one of those perfect reiterate things. Okay, so dealing cards and let's see what happens here. So we start with me playing cards out. I play this one face down. I get rid of, uh, hmm. I'm going to get rid of this one, and I'm going to increase my body size on this one to right there. Okay? Um, and uh, I think that's where I stay. Well, no, I take it back. God, Nicole. I can't look directly at you, so. Don't look at me. <laughs> So what happens if you have cards that you have played on a thing and you want to, like, trade it out for something else? Are you allowed to do that? You know what I mean? Like sure. if you I'm going to get rid of this, and I'm going to grow my population size one. Oh, who's hungry? <coughs> Done. Done. A player may discard one or more trait cards from any of his species at this time. Oh, okay. Right. So you, then you, you could trade it out. Right. Okay. So you can devolve. Pass. Man, you're still lawyering. I know. Did you hear my fake jingle in there, too? No. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was just light and So, faint. really, this game is pretty simple. You get a hand of cards, and you take turns spreading them out, and then you take turns collecting food. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the options are pretty good. Most of the traits that you see seem really good, because mm -hmm. it'll be something like, oh, you know, this makes it so your population equals your body size, for instance. Because body size, the whole point of it is a predator cannot attack a body size above itself. Right. It'll only attack below. Right. So if you're a body size three as a as a predator, you right. can't attack a body size four right. of another creature. Right. And so some like one card may give you you know let you apply population because population is what you're getting more chips for or more food for every mm -hmm. round. Uh, that's how you really get start getting make a species start really working food in is you just keep incre keep increasing your population because you have to get one food for every population you have. Right. It doesn't matter how big <laughs> you are. <laughs> right. Uh, so the I mean I I don't know I think that's that that's a pretty simple game as far as everything goes once you got the flow. Mm -hmm. But let's uh, let's just take an educational break real quick, okay? Okay. 
Well, y'all got food right. cards in, so Brianna's turn to Dude. play cards and do stuff. Dude. Don't mess this up because you have the looking. Sinclair dinosaur. I know he's staring at me. He's I'm like, like, sell gasoline because Quick Trip's taking over. Yeah, <laughs> baby, secret of the lost legend. I feel kind of bad because I never put together Why? when I was a kid that the dinosaur was the fossil fuels. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna do that and now another one of those. You didn't realize you were burning him every time you drove. I know. Too bad. I know. I feel like going for a drive now. Don't you? <laughs> Well, this all came about because the first player token is like the coolest first player token ever. Right. It's like a little little wooden dinosaur, super right. cute. And it looks like it the, looks- Sin- the Sinclair is a, is a for people that aren't from this, you know, from the United States or from the area. They, they it's, may it's, not have it everywhere. It's a specific know. gas station, and they're they're little. They used to put little uh, fiberglass dinosaurs, little brontosaurus looking things, out in front of it. This mm-hmm. little green dinosaur. And so they would have it. I mean, as a kid, your your parents would start filling up the gas, and you'd run over and try to climb on the dinosaur that was out in front of it. It was pretty Sometimes cool. get in trouble, sometimes not. And this di- I mean, the dinosaur was probably about four or five feet tall. It was taller than that. They were probably about six feet tall. Yeah. They still have one. The Sinclair station went out of business, but they right. sold the dinosaur to, like, an auto shop. So that's super down cool. By, uh, down by the Mexican restaurant. Right. And Quick Trip is just a, it's just a really clean gas station that's taking over this region yeah <laughs> truly is but uh yeah yeah truly it's gasoline and oil and stuff is just organic matter fossil, fossil fuels yeah right dinosaurs and plants and stuff like that yeah weird right so uh <laughs> let's get back to it and i'm just starting to wrap my head around this game as we're playing this and this is how that sounds all right i added a long neck and foraging to my middle species and fat tissue to my <laughs> last species. That is really funny. That is a big rump that that See, thing I has got. To this too. I'm sorry, this would have been done otherwise. Go ahead. What did you do? I, I had to. I had to discard one more card. Sorry. Why? Because I didn't understand the rules. Go ahead. Okay. What was the rule that you missed up? I had to increase my body size or my population size. I think. Oh. Right out. Here's your body size? My body size is already increased. Never mind. I don't have to do that. I bought I think it's Oh my lord. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. No, I I'm can't because thing. you're doing a you're doing something weird. I'm doing my thing, lady. You're doing, doing the it. previous step. Okay. We can't go on until you're go done. Ahead. Go ahead. So are we, we can't we're doing until these you're next? Done. I'm done. You can't do anything else then. Right. I okay. Already done, I already done what I was supposed to do. Give me that. I screwed okay. up. I screwed up. So I'm increasing okay. my population. Right, because there's food in the food bank before we redo. We wait a minute. I don't know. We do green card traits activated oh. this time. Mine only matter when we take food, so. So you and I each get one because we have long necks. Right. That's what that well, means. Whoop Let me figure this do. out for you. <laughs> Watch out, the table police showed up. <laughs> Whatever. What? Every no, once in a while you make mistakes and, and you have to correct them. And oh, I was yeah. trying to correct an error I had on my turn, but you were really upset. Well, I didn't, well, no, I just didn't know what you were doing. And I didn't know if it was something that maybe somebody else would, might have missed, too. Because one of the other things I wanted to point out is she was talking about, uh, she had a fertility card. Right. The fertility card is actually a yellow border card, but it has the green leafy border. Right. Which is not very descriptive um, right. on there. And it only mentions it once in the book that I saw on like the short rules. It, it just says the green border. 
Right. I don't think it says green leafy. Hmm. So we couldn't, we didn't realize that that was supposed to activate at the beginning, just when the long necks and all of those did too. Right. So I was trying to catch both rules, and I just didn't. I just wanted you to clarify so that we wouldn't be missing something because we were missing a couple things here and there anyway. Right. I wanted to be a. F- even playing field. Well, I'm just going to tell you fair is fair. that I've got my brain around it. It's time to flip my game around. You're okay. I am going to. I don't know what to do. God dang it, Brian has got horns. <laughs> I feel like I have to attack your fat tissues with my carnivore. You're going to attack that rump? Look at that. I think I have to attack the rump. It's so juicy. Why don't you feed your other ones first? Why would I? Because. Because you score more points. If I stop you from getting points, you get to score the point if I if I don't. Well, attack Matt's forging. <clears throat> I'm defended. Symbiosis. He's got horns. He would take me out if I did Not that. Not his long neck. Yeah. Which has symbiosis. Mm. He's way more This species dangerous. cannot be attacked if your species has a larger body size than this species, mm-hmm. which it does. Right, so I attack your fat tissues, I think. Oh, my booty. Gets, gets well, Brianna's got, <laughs> got that horns thing, so she can feed the population on her right. So what I about her fertility thing? That's what you should go for. And this this can, one cannot be stealing. attacked either because I have symbiosis on that. Right, so but this not one on can't fertility. Be and she's going to be stealing food every time. Stealing food? Yeah, every time there's food in here, she gets food for being fertile. What? Feeding those babies. But Nicole's been looking at your cards. I have not even played on You need to attack the rump. <laughs> I feel like Brienne is doing better than Nicole, though. I know, I look at all the cards think, over there. I think that I don't know what I'm doing. Those are all green. I think that's the same as all of us. We're all on even, even playing field. Nicole, you've got... Six population going. Brianna's got six as well. Except Brianna has twice or like two, like 30% more cards in play above you. Matt has. Matt's not doing too well in population. He's got lots of cards. I'm not going to attack Matt. I want to attack Brianna. Uh, I need to attack your fertile guy. So How does this work? Um. When a player declares a successful attack, reduce the population of the attacked species by one. by one. If this reduces its population to below the amount of food already right. eaten, take the excess food in the attacked player's food token right. back. And I get a food out of the pile that turns into meat and becomes my, because it, it, it equals your body size, is what I get um. in meat. This this one is it's a scavenger and it says take one meat food from the bank when a carnivore successfully attacks a species. Okay. That so means, that that means I'm going to take you that out next species time. though, not the other one. It just says take one meat food from the food when, bank when a carnivore right. successfully attacks any species. Which this any species? So you would get that automatically, I guess. I would steal it from you. Oh, because so. it's a scavenger? Is that what that means? Right, and now next turn I'm going to have to eat but your guy again. Isn't this the food so bank? So does that? Oh, okay. Is that right? I this is know. the food bank, though. It wasn't in here, it was on your Take thing. one food from the food bank when any species is attacked by a carnivore. Oh. Yeah. So, it's not so I, I kill food. your guy and then... No, that's get. not the food... Is that, that's, that's, this is the food bank. That's the food bank? 
So does that mean that it just turns into or maybe it meat? Take, oh, it takes it from here. Because it from says... The, this is the food bank. Oh, yeah. it is? Right. So yeah, that's take, a watering hole. Yeah, you take a food from the food bank. Right. Okay? Because otherwise I'd just attack your guy again next turn and extinct it. It's, it's, it wouldn't be good. Well, You're this done. is the one that has scavenger. So I've, I've eaten one of your fertile okay. weirdos. So I just get to feed this guy and nobody else gets fed because everything else is full. Because my population on that guy went down. Nicole's fault. <laughs> Her and her fatty rump <clears throat> made me not go for it. I almost went for it. <clears throat> okay, so you heard right. Horrible Fred went carnivore. I knew you would. So carnivore is like a weird thing in this game <clears throat> because, you know, you're, you're sharing this food, this pile of food. And if everybody At just threw hole. tons of food into the watering hole every turn, you could probably make it through the whole game and everybody get tons of points. Mm-hmm. But at some, Possibly. at some point, I started looking around and I was like not keeping up. With the traits you guys were getting, because the distribution of traits is not necessarily even. You are still, you know, a, a victim of whatever hand of cards you're dealt. Mm-hmm. And you guys were getting stuff that was really beneficial, and I wasn't. And so I had to go carnivore to, to balance the scales again, mm-hmm. which meant that I had to start attacking whoever was available and whoever was still vulnerable. Matt, however, was being very careful with his guys and making sure that I couldn't attack him. But the, you had you had like a small you know flaw in your in your defenses, and Brianna really was wide open to be you know chomped by mm-hmm. a carnivore, and so you start reducing their population, and that produces food from the bank, not from the watering hole. So you don't steal right. it out of the watering hole because technically that food would be left Which if you really killed those people. Which that really confused us for a little while there, right? So we really had to we really had to get those new rules quite right because yeah. we hadn't we hadn't really had a carnivore attack until that point in the game. But it's, it's fun when you're the carnivore because now you're looking very actively at the other people and saying, who is who's beating me or who is most likely to be beating me? Mm-hmm. Who's in the lead if not me? Mm-hmm. And then you attack you them, after them as best you can. Now, and so that, that really kind of changed the dynamic of the game for me midstream. Well, and the thing that I, I went over in the rules that we did not experience in our game, though, is it can be scary to be the carnivore because if everybody builds up their defenses to where you can't make a legal move to attack right. them, but you yourself have a second species that could be attacked by a carnivore, you have to attack your own species. Right. And that's that's scary. Well, and on top of it, sometimes you're, if you don't, obviously, if you don't eat as the carnivore, you can't go to the watering hole and eat. No, you if, can't eat plant food. Right. Only plant food exists so at the watering hole. If you don't, if you don't eat, your population's reduced by however much you did not eat. Exactly. And sometimes your only option for attacking is someone who's going to kill you. Yeah. So it's it's a dangerous maneuver, and I had put a lot of uh, a lot of push into this one species, and in, in the terms above, uh, I had played that card that let me take my population as my body size. So I had a whole bunch of little chihuahuas little bitey chihuahuas you know or something <laughs> i don't know like those like i don't know like those little lizards in jurassic park those little dinosaurs the compies yeah that would like attack in groups you yeah. know so i had this i had the, they were all like body size one but i had a ton of them right you know and they were attacking everybody which was pretty cool and i loved i loved how everybody sort of like tries to throw each other under the bus whenever it comes time for the carnivore well, to attack yeah. so uh Let's see. Spirits, though, you know, even though I'm now a carnivore, they seem to be kind of holding steady. And even though I'm sort of grazing on the herd. 
Wish I was getting all the cards you guys were getting. Ridiculous. That is yet another shake by Lulu. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your Lulu. Shake your Lulu. She's out of here. She's like, She's you like guys I'm done with suck this. <laughs> Okay, our dog Pepper's middle name is Lou. Yeah, Pepper and, Pepper Lou, and we call her Lulu as well. The reason Louie. now some some people make fun of us for having a middle name for the dog, but you got to understand one of one of the names her name Pepper is to get her attention. Lulu is when we want to talk about the dog and have her ignore us. Talk her, talk about her behind her back. <laughs> right, like if I don't want her attention and I want to talk about her, then she doesn't have to listen. Exactly, you know. But if I say her name, then she has to perk up and look. That's just a dog rearing tip, if you want, right there. <laughs> Give your dog a middle name and use it whenever you don't want their attention. Exactly. So now let's get back to the game, uh, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn now, and uh, you're gaining some ground. That's let's a good check thing. This out. <laughs> oh, he got rid of a fertile. He doesn't even care. Back around Nicole. We're back around me. Fertile gets you attacked. <clears throat> okay, so, so we now reveal all of our face down trade cards. <laughs> yes, okay. So I have a long neck. What? I know. She got all of them. A I warning call. <laughs> and defensive hurting. I'm going to stop you, Nicole. You know that, right? I know. Good luck with that. I don't think I need luck. I can easily eat that middle guy. Guided by force, can much you? greater than yeah. luck. Really? My, I got a, a, a five body size. Body Wait, size what? equal to population plus body size. I'm a five. You suck. Yes, I do. Okay, well, reveal you guys. Okay. Why are they whispering about? Don't worry about I it. I love him and uh, I got fat tissue cake. on those guys, too. <laughs> I got fatty tissue on those guys, too. Oh, no! So now I can eat more than once, can't I? No, you can put, you can store food on that card. Right, by eating you. I don't think so. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I really, honestly, like, I you understand no most of it. You can place food on the fat yeah. tissue trait card once it's taken food equal to its population. Right. So I can get three plus. The food stored on fat tissue may not be greater. Right. Then it's body size, which is the two. food stored on fat tissue is neither plant nor meat. It is right. fat. Hmm. Right. So I can keep attacking people until I get up to five now. Is it an attack? I eat people to create meat. And I can only eat meat. Oh, I don't like this at all, sir. <laughs> I didn't realize about that pack hunting thing. You had your card all covered up by the carnivore. It's been wide open this whole time. It has not. It has. No. It's right. been on top no. this whole time. You know, you're so adept at peeping at my cards when they're in my hand, but then they're right on the table. You don't look at them at all. Do you realize that? Well, they're <laughs> way over by you. I can't. Way over. You were right next door to me. Well, way over. I don't know. <laughs> Did you like how I kept trying to be like just very succinct about? Oh, it, it's fat. It's not meat. It's not plant. I just I thought it, the more I sound authoritative about it, that you might back down. It didn't work. That doesn't work with I me. I know it doesn't it work. Never with you. works. It should work. It no. works with some people. No, it just makes me pause for a moment and go, "What are you trying to even say right now? You sound like you're scolding me. I don't even care." I love this is you. Ridiculous. <laughs> So I continue eating you guys and trying to keep the game even. And then, Nicole, you have a discovery. Population equals points. 
that I don't think I've been doing right. Because my long necks take food from the food bank, but this says anytime the species eats plant food, take one additional plant food from the same source. So shouldn't I be taking two for my long necks who are foragers? Before the food cards are revealed, you do this. Anytime the species eats plant food. Yeah, you should. Wow, I've been screwing that up. It's okay. You're going to lose. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't Did have I high confidence. Right? I'll tell you that. Matt, do you have high, co- how high is your confidence right now? Not very good. We are down to like this turn plus one more. Cole's mm. staring at my stuff because she only cares if she wins against me. That's the truth. How is there one more turn? Because there's one card. One stupid card. That's like, so remember what I was saying? I have to shuffle all the cards again just so Oh, even the deck card? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, they end the game by making me shuffle 70 cards or whatever, which is ridiculous. Okay, I think I'm done. She's done, just like that. Yeah, that's awful. I got to say that one of my least favorite things to do, truly, like, you can handle a 50-card deck. Mm-hmm. Like, I can shuffle 52 that. cards, even. And that's no problem. But you when that, you that get, was a joke. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> but I usually take the jokers out. The, uh, <laughs> but no, seriously... You can shuffle around 50, but when someone gives you a like-backed card, like one deck, that's like 70 or more cards, you cannot, I can't physically do it. And and when you do it, you, you, your, your riffle becomes all, you know, not uniform, like really sloppy and dumb and has big chunks of cards plopping into the other cards. And I end up having like to split it all Like my shuffle, always? If you shuffle over 10 cards, it's... Awful. I can't shuffle. I'm bad at it. That's why we buy a, bought a shuffler. But Matt gets mad about it because he says it's too noisy. That thing hardly works, too. Well, it works. It's okay. It works well enough. It's okay. Eh, works I end up having to split the decks up, though, into two different decks and then shuffling both those decks individually. And mm-hmm. then I have to split halves off of that and shuffle those together and then split the other half, take the other halves and shuffle them. And then just sort of do an overhand shuffle to kind of mix all the clumps up after right. that. So it's a, it's a really big ordeal just right. because they have to have 20 more cards. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I know. So you hate to shuffle. The other thing I'm telling you, I don't mind shuffling. Just not, I don't want to do it no, seven you times. you hate shuffling. You do. Mildly. I'll tell you, you hate it. Mildly. But it's, it is a little bit late for you to be figuring out how your cards work in the game. You know, <laughs> there's a lot to look at. Right. So. Now, Nicole, I think it's about time for you guys to circle the wagons against the Predator. <laughs> Matt. Long, Long neck, neck warning call. call. Okay, and I have symbiosis. This species cannot be attacked if your species to the right has a larger body size than this species. So I can't be attacked. Unless Except you have, for the middle guy. Including the middle guy. Why? Because I can't do it unless you have warning call, and this species cannot be attacked if your species oh, is right have a larger body look at size you. than this. You finally become defensive. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> gonna high five that. Everybody high five, wants thank you to you. win. <laughs> Nobody wants you to win. <laughs> All right. uh, Somebody wants me to win. So we reveal food cards. No, we don't. We get a lot of that stuff. Oh yeah. And I'm going to do mine right this time, so this one gets two because of my. These are cards I never foraging. even saw this whole game. <clears throat> foraging, I got a long neck fertile, for that. warning, and long, out, neck for that. and long neck. I never got any of those cards. 
So as you guys get more defensive, obviously my eating options keep reducing. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like looking around the table going, well, I can't eat that guy now and I can't eat that guy. And Matt's never given me a chance to eat any of his guys except for one. Mm-hmm. And Brianna, for some reason, still isn't doing anything about her her uh, fertile person, the one with the fer- fertility trait or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't she know may why. Not have, she may not have gotten the card that would allow that. Right, right. So... After this, I eat again, and I attack Brianna, and then I hit Matt's, his one species that he even gave me a shot, and he just kind of, just got it, and I went ahead and just ate it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and and put him into extinction, and then just we start. Just one of his species. He still had others. Right. Then we start our final turn. But you can only apply it to that one, right? What? Like... This I can only apply it to this guy. It's that animal, yeah. yeah. That animal's intelligent. Your other guy's stupid. It's a long neck. Oh, <laughs> it's a dumb neck. Did you put a card in the no. middle? Oh, see he's what a happens? Dumb neck. I can't believe it. <laughs> what a dumb neck. That's in. Alright, so everybody's in. Uh Brianna starts playing cards. Go. Okay, so I already schmerg. I'm going to discard these three. Three cards. Okay. Dunsies. Unbelievable. She's trying to stay alive. I know. She's trying to survive. Fred keeps trying to bite me. Everybody else got very defensive. I really don't have many options. Yeah, yeah. She's got warning call, protecting her whole thing. Matt's got the same thing. He's got climbing on everybody. Yeah. You're like the only food source I have on my carnivores right now. Yeah. I'm thanking you for populating because I would have been in big trouble otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I have to eat everyone. Horse manure. Gosh dang it. Fred. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <sighs> I have to eat every one of you. <laughs> Nobody else during this whole game, this is the last turn, no one else ever went carnivore. Mm-mm. I couldn't believe it. You guys were all so defensive well, and you really- had you had some good cards. And and Brianna didn't get defensive like you and Matt did, but she still had a way to keep increasing her numbers because it was just mm-hmm. like this food source every turn. Mm-hmm. So she's still getting food for the two side ones next to that that one that I keep eating, and she defended them really well. Mm-hmm. But she just didn't care about that that fertile one because it could just keep it just kept repopulating repopulating every yeah. time. It's pretty cool. Which that was cool. But at this point, I think I have the game wrapped up. But we could be close. Uh, when we finish the last phase and enter the final scoring, because I don't know how much food you guys have been eating. You're both, both you and Matt especially have been really good about, you know, collecting food every turn in Brianna. She just gets these kind of games. Mm-hmm. So she could have put up way more food away early on before I went predator. Let's find out. I have a feeling like I lost by like one point in the coal. I don't know. What'd you get? I don't know. I'm still making sure I'm done. I don't know. Checking. You've got some, like, all of your populations are really high. Yeah. What are you talking about? No yeah. kidding. You guys did I really think, well. I think that game. you guys, I think that you might have won, actually, yeah, Fred. Fred this won. never happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is another stack of ten. Then two, four, six, eight. Okay, I got 82. Oh, my God, really? That was so close. 82. What? What did you guys have? 63. 
71. And 73. Yes! Oh, my yeah. gosh. 82. My so nine, sweet. nine points. 82. Nine points. The only carnivore in the game. I know. Yeah, I was wondering how that I'm was going to play out. Yeah. I believe that. I'd like to apologize to Brianna. For eating her species over and over again. <laughs> she still came in second. What are you apologizing to her Can for? Can you believe that? She stayed her course and she still came in. She still was within 10 points. I know. Matt and I spent so much time getting all defensive that right. we just couldn't grow our populations, which meant we didn't get enough food. Right. Brianna sees that big picture of points in the bag. Mm-hmm. I just got to put points in the bag. He can mm-hmm. keep eating this one. I'm not depending on that to put points in my bag. Mm-hmm. I'm just depending on you know that to stay out there, and I'll just keep feeding Fred you know this species over and over again, and it'll just repopulate and get points in the bag. Right, but Nicole, you cannot win them all. Well, you can. Not all of them. I can't. I, I lost one seven wonder stool. <laughs> we went over that. I know. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so, what do you like about this game? <coughs> Sorry, I was getting I know, a drink. Big gulp. It's pretty. You like it because it's pretty. I like the artwork on it. Yeah, it's really nice. I think the artwork's pretty good. I think that the the funniest thing I think about it is that that pond that you put in the middle of it has this weird satin finish on it, uh-huh. and it looks like a mouse pad. Kind of, yeah. From from uh, from across the room, if you just glance down, it would look like why is there a mouse pad in the middle of a com- you know a computerless table? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it does. It looks like a little just it's it's cut in the shape of the pond, and you just throw food tokens in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only board there really is, you know, for playing on. Yeah. You have your tracking boards. You've got your boards. tracking boards and that's right. it. Yeah. And then they give you these really fancy little bags. Right. Like everybody has their own little bag and each one has like a different little species picture on it. Right. You know. That's so you don't like switch really bags colorful. in the middle of the game. And then I'm like, what happened? What? I guess. I thought I had more than that. I guess. But I just, I mean, a lot of times they could just, you know. Make say, a hide them. multicolor. Yeah, exactly. That's but, what most people would do. Yeah, or just say hide your tokens. Don't right. I think the little put the them little, behind a screen. Yeah, whatever. I think the little artwork piece on the on the bags is pretty cool. I really enjoyed having the little bags. I thought that was fun. Right. Um, <coughs> I like that it was fairly quick. Yeah. And I, I know uh, our recording was two hours, but uh, over a half hour of that was just talking about it. And I feel like if we played it again right now, we'd play just over an hour. Probably. And that was a four-player game. And like I said, I think it plays up to five. So that was nearly a full complement. Mm-hmm. Um, the components were pretty solid overall. I agree. The cards were decent quality. I didn't have to bend them back every time I would riffle them or anything like that. Yeah. Um, the cardboard boards, like your tracking boards, are made of a really thick stock. Um, the tokens were a little strange just because there's plants on one side right. and meat on the other. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to be a bigger deal than it is, yeah. but it's not. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> that kind of always, it kept throwing me that, you know, that there was meat on one side and plant on the other because it really had no bearing on the game right. as far as that goes. Yeah. You're still either calling it meat or plant. Right. Um, I don't know. I think it feels pretty unique, too. Like in yeah. our collection, I think about how it plays out and how, how it feels to play it. And I don't think there's anything else that's quite like it. This this real simple idea of I have these species in front of me and I'm just either discarding cards to build those species or add additional species or I'm playing cards to, you know, change how that species is. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's some really nice card synergy in it. Um, and also, I think there's a decent amount of expansion support right now. 
They've already got the flight one out, and they've got another one planned already as well. What's it going to be? Do you know? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I should have so wrote funny. it down. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> I should have wrote it down. But uh, they do have write it down. They have more of them, and that's going to add more options. Like if I had a flying predator bird, maybe I wouldn't go predator next time. Maybe I'd be the toughest turtle there is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> flying turtle. Flying Wouldn't that turtle. be cool? That's funny. So, uh, what do you? What do you? Uh, what else do you like about this? Anything else? That I haven't said. I mean, it was it was fun. It it didn't take a long time to learn the basic mechanics of it, right? So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't really. I don't know anything else specific that I liked about it. It right. was a fun game. I did enjoy it. Right. Uh, so, what did you dislike? Um, trying to get your traits to all work together, I thought was a little complex, and even. Well over halfway through the game, it found it felt like we were still making mistakes right. on how they worked. Well, and see, I hadn't read any of the cards, and I know halfway through the game it was when I was like, all of a sudden it dawned on me that I was getting cards that would affect the guy next to me, and I had, I had picked the wrong guy to put my trait on. Right. And I was like, oh, I messed that up. And you're like, you can't go back. You put it on the wrong one. You suffer, and it's like, I want to beat you so bad. <laughs> you start off sassy, and then you're going to be so mean. I'm so sassy. <laughs> you mean on top of sass. Yeah, so. it's it's one of those games that I think the first time through, um, it yeah, it could derail pretty easily if you've yeah. got the wrong group. Um, yeah. because it is fairly complex on on getting those traits to work together. And right. I think that's kind of a disadvantage for the game. And I think luckily with our game group, you know, we're always we make mistakes all the time mm-hmm. and we're okay with that. We move on. We learn from them, we move mo- move on, and we still have fun playing the game. Right. Um, if you have a group that's not as easygoing, it could be a problem. Right. Uh, I felt like that after one game of this, <clears throat> I already was feeling like I needed more variety in the box. Yeah. Well, you weren't getting a lot of variety already. So. Well, I wasn't. No, but, you weren't but, getting the the foraging and any right. of those green cards. You were not getting any of right. those. So, I mean, I felt like, I, I, but even looking at your cards, I felt like it needed more. Yeah. There was a lot and of this repeaters. Is, this is from a guy who doesn't want to shuffle larger than a 70-card deck. I'm asking <laughs> them to make it a 90-card deck already. Yeah. Um, I think the game is very cutthroat. Definitely. And you've got to have a table of people who's going to be able to you know, be stable, even though Fred keeps eating your population every turn. Right. Or causes your guy that you just got to be extinct or yeah. whatever. Knowing that you're going to be attacked over and over and over again right. because either it's the best option or potentially the only option. Yeah. And you have to be okay or, with that. Or to be okay with the fact that this person got this card that you never even had a shot at that gives them food before you get food, like right. Long Neck, mm-hmm. which I thought of beers every time you said that. But <laughs> <laughs> but like Long Neck, where you get to feed before the feeding phase. Mm-hmm. Because and, I'm not taking it from the watering hole, I'm taking it from right. the Right, and, and, and that last round, that food was snapped up fast. It was. By the last round, it was just, there wasn't enough right. by a long we shot. We were losing population all the way around the table yeah. because we could not get enough food, mm-hmm. except for the carnivore. Mm-hmm. Who ate Brianna's species? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the other thing is, uh, so if, it's like basically if if anybody has a problem feeling like they're being picked on, this might you know if you have someone like that in your group, this might not be the right game for you. Agreed. Because it's very possible that you will be the picked on person. I mean, 
kudos to Brianna for sticking in there and finishing second because I was I I had no options the last couple turns except just stomp on Brianna. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Brianna, for being a sport about it. <laughs> so uh, how, how what would you rate this on the difficulty scale? I think it's actually. Initially, it seems like it's going to be really easy. Um, explaining the basic gameplay is probably only about a three. Yeah. But when you start getting the trait cards in place, I think the difficulty skyrockets. And I think it actually goes up to a five. Really? I do, because I think it's just, you're not only having to wrap your head around your own cards that are right in front of you that are mixing with the cards next to them, potentially. Right. But you're going to have to anticipate cards that aren't near you that someone else has, like the, with the carnivores. Mm-hmm. And you can't, I can't read the detail on your all of your cards. I mean, I guess you could just say, oh, by the way, can you pass me that card yeah, so I can read it? it is open information. It says that in the book. It is, but that's kind of a pain on right. that. And And sometimes people... You know, like I know for myself, if I don't have it in front of me, I can't read it a second time just because I read it over across the table and I give the card back to you. It's probably going to leave my head and I'm going to need to look at it again at some point. And I think that it's a lot of information to absorb. Right. I think it's honestly I I thought it was probably a three to play, but probably a four to master. You're not going to master this game right off the bat. No, no. Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, you can you can flub your way through it and just kind of make it to the, across the finish line and, and learn a little bit from it, I think, at a three level. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So uh, what would you give this? What, <coughs> how good is this? It's, I'm going to give my infamous, I'd like to give it a four and a half, but I'm going to go with a four. Yeah. Um, so you really, really like I this really, game. really like this game. Um, and I think despite the fact that we goofed a bunch and mm-hmm. and that it is really kind of uh, difficult to master, mm-hmm. I want to play it again. Right. I really do. I, I feel like it didn't turn me off that we made some of those mistakes. It didn't turn me off that I didn't get to ever do the carnivore. Now I'm excited to get to try some of those other features and right. and expand my horizons and, and you know try the climbing, try the carnivore with the climbing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that it it's going to add some some variety in that aspect. Although I will agree with you that yeah, I would be ready for an expansion. I'd probably play it at least you know one or two more times without one. But by then, I think I would definitely be ready for an expansion before I might want to play it too many more times. Right. I would probably give it a three as it is out of the box and with the potential to go to four with expansions. Okay. If it got, it just didn't quite have the variety for me. I feel like it's going to stagnate in a few more games and we're going to be like dying for an expansion at that point. That's probably, that's possibly true. So I, that's, uh, that's our review of, uh, evolution. Evolution. And you know what that does? What? Tabcast episode 28 has gone extinct. That's really depressing. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> now, we love hearing from our listeners. We really do. We do. And if you have something to say or to ask us, or would like to hear the We Got Answers jingles ever again, <laughs> <laughs> you can email your questions to talkaboutboardgames at gmail.com. Now, if you'd like to mail us a letter, you can do so at P.O. Box 6943. Lee's Summit, Missouri, 64064. Now, don't forget that you can also take part in the show and discuss the future segments by joining our guild on Board Game Geek. You can get it on the next poll, you know? 
Now, to keep up with things that we uh, are doing related to board games, you could follow us on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Also, if you haven't yet, please review us on iTunes or like our Facebook page. Now, be sure to check with us again in two weeks when my biological brother, Keith, joins us playing the game Mission Red Planet. Thanks for listening. Recording this, yeah. We'll be playing the soundtrack to Jurassic Park. Oh, totes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the soundtrack to Evolution? Oh, that would work too. I don't know that soundtrack though. Too cold. Too cold. Oh, that movie is so funny. <laughs>